Welcome to the Amateur Movie Review Hour. I'm Trevor. With me, I have Josh, and I have Megs. Hello. Hello, people. Um, before we get into the, the, the review of the movie The Crow, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about crows. Like, it was pretty obvious. Like, eh. um, specifically, I'm going to talk about The Crow and how it is... Um, it, it, it works into the uh, Native American mythology. Go ahead. You got to say something. I see it on I'm, your face. You know, burn, you know I'm, burn. A, I'm an amateur I know. birder. Burn I know. That, burn that I've got bush. some issues with this movie and the title of it all together. Sure, sure. Um, just briefly, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Uh, my source is the nativelanguages.org. So it's an organization and it's uh, back or it's uh, operated by a professor from. I believe it was the University of Washington. Um, oh, very accredited, yeah. Um, so the crow is actually a good luck, or is considered good luck by many tribes uh, in the Americas. Um, they uh, usually are um, part of their folklore. They conflate crow and raven. Which a raven is a larger, very different bird. Yes, quite, 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 and uh, more. I think I believe ravens are a little bit smarter than crows. Ravens are much smarter. There's crows. Where crows are like a second grader, ravens are like fifth grader. They're okay. a lot smarter. Um, do math. There, there are some. Uh, uh, crows are used as uh, clan animals in some of the native cultures. Uh, there's tribes uh, with crow, crow clans, which include like the Chippewa um, and the Hopi. Uh, oh, I'm probably going to fuck this one up. The Menominee, I probably fucked it up. Uh, the Caddo and Pueblo tribes of New Mexico. Um, the Crow Mother is a... Uh, crow god or spirit in the Hopi and then there's just some other there's some Native American legends about crows like the lame, the rainbow crow legend um, it's about uh, how the crow brought fire to the people um, there's how the crow became or came to be black and it's about how the um, crow and the uh, buffalo made an alliance and that's sort of how the crow got its black feathers or its black color um, there's one called the Magic Pots, which the Chippewa Indian story is about disobedient children who were turned into crows. And there's when the animals left, ooh, the Lanape land. It is the Lanape Indian legend about giants and crows that uh, taught the people a lesson about respecting animals. Um, there's quite a bit out there, uh, well, at least on this website, that refers to crows and their mythology. Well, say, yeah, don't think like some of the like the Braves per se crows are like kind of synonymous in some of them. I think you know. Like, I they're, can't they're, speak they're the warriors. to that. Like I don't I've know heard that. that. I'm not sure where that came from. Maybe sure. a movie, maybe a weird dream. You know. And now I would like to turn to our resident birdologist, Megs. First, make the bird noises before no, you do anything. No, no I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. We need bird noises. I, I'm only an amateur birder. However, um, I stumbled upon, well, I was sitting in my house and I looked out the window and there were some ravens outside okay. uh, in the tree. 
they were making a lot of noise. They their their noise their sound is a lot different than the crows. Like what? Okay. Uh, it's almost like geese. It's mm, kind of like a honking. Like, honking? like it's, yeah, it's a little honky. Like it's weird. There are a couple they're, of honkies. They're also huge compared to a crow. I've yes. seen a lot of crows. Yeah. Ravens are like they're twice the size of, yes. a, of a easily. Ravens are twice the size of a crow. They also they're they're monogamous. So unlike crows, you know, you have a murder of crows. You have sure. a flock of crows. With ravens, they're usually just with their partner or by themselves, okay. which I thought was a lot more um, in tune with this movie. Sure. As, you know, as he's a loner now, and um, that would be more like a raven also. They used a raven in the movie. That was not a crow. Okay. That was a raven. Okay. Um, but that was the thing. I was like, why don't they just, his last name's Craven. Why don't they just call this movie? I know, sure. I know it was sure. based on a comic book, but Graphic I was like, novel. just call it the raven sure yeah that, that would work um maybe they didn't want to be too poe like i don't know it seemed like they were kind of close to it anyway they fucking quoted the raven in yes. it that's why i was that that's the thing and i'm thinking that the, the guy who wrote the comic just didn't know that they were di two different kinds of birds possibly because they i mean they're the same they're not the same species they're the no. same um they're the same genus in the same family but they're not the same species and a lot of people think that they're the exact same thing but if you see the two of them together it is huge it's a huge difference Crow, or ravens are a really impressive bird. Yes, they are. Their wingspan is huge compared to a crow. Like you can see a crow out there and you're just like, look at those annoying crows. You see a raven and you are going to stop and you're going to watch because it's huge. Yeah, yeah. It it's, is. it's pretty impressive. They can, I've only seen one and I didn't know it and I mistaken, mistook it for a, a crow because I was like, that's obvious. And then somebody's like, no, that's a raven. Mm -hmm. It's like, holy shit. And like ravens, was, are, I was really surprised. Ravens at how are big it was. also known for keeping uh, their nests very clean. So sometimes one of the things, if you see them, it's telling you that you need to clean up your life, or you need to clean up some aspect of your home or your life or something. That's what some people like. That, that sure. I got into the raven when I saw them a, a month ago. I was like, I've got to find out what it was. It death, you know, because. You don't yeah. want that outside your window. <laughs> sure. So <laughs> I'm going to go with, I do have some projects I need to work on. And I think that that's why those, ra those Ravens came by. All right. And yeah, if you want to go and check out what I was talking about, it is the native languages.org slash legends dash crow. What is the amateur movie review hour? Before we began our podcast, the three of us curated a list of approximately a hundred movie genres. We then fed that list to a magical random generator that we used to provide us with the movie genre. The three of us take turns choosing movies to watch that fit into the chosen genre. We then watch that movie and attempt to return bi-weekly to review and discuss that movie. The only movies that we have banned are Marvel and DC movies from the past 15 years. I am not a professional movie reviewer. I just love to watch movies and then review those movies with my friends and you, my fellow screen fiends. All right, today's, tonight's movie is The Crow. It was, uh, the screenplay was written by David Shaw and John Shirley. The director was Alex Proyas. Um, the, the movie was adapted from the graphic novel, whose the author was, or the writer was James O'Barr. Uh, some of the top build actors or build actors were Brandon Lee, Ernie Hudson, and Michael Wincott. Uh, the release date is, uh, this time I got it correct, is May 13th, 1994, and it's 102 minutes long. Well, Trevor, why this movie? This movie, because... Uh, Were you a gothic child? I was a goth kid. Yeah. Yes, I was a goth kid. Um, not, I, I'm, I I'm not that. as much as some 
some individuals are in our cult or in our society, but I have a small bit of goth in me. Yes, yeah. I I did didn't do the white because the found the, the the white face. The, the girls weren't going to share their foundation with me and <laughs> waste it on me. So I just did the lipstick and the liner through the through the smile. Oh, yeah. And then the lines on the eyes. Um, I tried to find a picture because I do remember having one. Um, At least there's two pictures out there. I have it somewhere. I'd like to see that. And this is from like junior high. I think it was like eighth grade. You can also put it on next Tuesday and show us. Oh, I will, I will try. To, I will try to find it. I have to. I, 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 it's in some boxes that my dad gave me, and they're around here somewhere. I have to. I will. We when I find it, this. I will show it. And I might have to do some photoshopping for other people in that picture, so they, <laughs> I can't get all their permissions. But I might post it so that it could be, so I can be seen in all my crow glory. Yeah. Um. It. It. It was this the reason why this movie because it sticks with me so much. It was a a thing that I could watch and be a fan of that my dad wouldn't get. Like I was, what was it ninety four? So I was twelve, yeah. like twelve thirteen years old, seeing that. You know, being the oldest of four kids, like I was a shithead, <laughs> like a better term. Damn. So and so it struck too. It was like yeah. I'm gonna wear black. I'm gonna wear makeup. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all these things, and and still to this day, that's why I love the crow because I still do things. Too. <laughs> <laughs> You're, dad, still you. yes. You're still rebelling. You're still a rebel. <laughs> yep, yep. At my age, it's a eh, probably doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> um. I there were many many reasons why I wanted to emulate Eric Draven because all of the girls that I was hanging out with wanted to be with Eric Draven. So, you know, yeah. Young hormones, I was yep, I'd do that, sure. I'll what are they what is he doing? I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. And it was it 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 was part of that my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like I'd still go. I would go back to it at least once or twice a month just to watch it. Right. It was fun. Like I enjoyed it during that time, and then, then afterwards, it would just sort of fell out, and then I'd watch it every now and then. Yeah, but it doesn't go far. Um, like it's always well. It's, there's always a thought of the crow in, inside my head. Oh, yep. I did not know that. Yep. yep. Wow. What were you? What? How did you guys take this when you first like in '94 when you saw this, or did you even see it in '94? So I was 19 years old when this okay. movie dropped. Um, I of course knew about everything that was going on. I was very upset about Brandon Lee's passing. Yes. Um. So I didn't see the movie at the theater. I don't think I saw it until it came out on video for later on when I was probably 20 later on that year. Um. Because I turned 20 at the end of of '94. So this was like. I was still a kid, but I was an adult, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Brandon Lee was so hot when I saw the, that movie he did, that stupid action movie uh, he did. Showdown. And, and, no, the other one. Uh, uh, the only was, one that I know was the Showdown. What was the other one he did, Joshua? Tokyo or... What? The other movie that Brandon Lee did, the action film. 
A rapid fire. Rapid fire. Oh, rapid fire. Yes. Rapid fire is the yes. one I saw, and I okay. thought this guy's really hot. Um, I knew he was Bruce Lee's son. Yeah. I thought, wow, you know, it's a le- back then. I think we looked at things more like legacies rather than the Nepo kids, like the whole Nepo thing that everybody's talking about nowadays. We looked at it more like it was kind of a legacy thing, yes. and we were excited when it was like, yes. wow, look who, who, look whose kid that is, or look whose nephew that is. It didn't. We didn't think of it as like they just got this job because of their parents. We thought, wow, they're just taking over the family. You know, they're just they're just following their parents footsteps yeah and it didn't we didn't make fun of them or bother about it as much as they do now um and then i saw that this was coming out and that he died and then i i think it really bothered me a lot that he died number one because he was young and and he had his whole life ahead of him and it just really really bothered me so i don't think i saw the movie for another year when it came out on the vhs wow okay yeah okay yeah uh, not a lot of impact for me. The one thing I could possibly say is like, um, in the midst of a, a bunch of Batman movies that have started turning into shit, um, yes. this was a superhero movie. You can kind of go like, oh, interesting, okay. I mean, watching it again, I'm like, they didn't really fucking do anything. Like he did what one flip and shot some people shittily, you know? Well, like, it, yeah, he did some flips and then like the back to the leg thing. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what you call did, that. Yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> but I, I used to be able to do that. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. spring. It was like it's a backward spring. Kind something of like I don't some, remember. Yeah. I, yeah. All I know is in DAT, it, it takes half your movement when you do that. That's all I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I enjoyed the movie a lot more today than I did when I first saw it, but I think it was also a little sad when I first saw it. And I think also when you're a kid, maybe even sometimes now you want, when you watch stuff like that, you want to stop and hit rewind and you don't want the death to happen. You think like, Oh, you know, like for me, it's kind of this, like this was the first time I remember like somebody dying. That was one of the main parts of the movie. Right. And it was kind of that driving factor. I mean, later on you had, of course, dark night you know there's been mm-hmm. a lot of films to where somebody died during the making of it and that's kind of what shot it up to being what it was so it was and this was one of those and i think that i think that kind of would it have been as good a movie if he didn't die during it sure would it have got that notoriety i think that it, you know? I, I don't it think i don't think it would have the notoriety three other movies yeah. a tv show that were all shit too, you know. It's like I think it would have it would have its audience, but I think it would have kind of died down a little more, and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have had this lasting effect that it has on people. Yeah. Yes. Because also one of our other friends, that's his favorite movie of all time, and he talks about it a lot, yeah. and he still to this day does, you know. And he's, I don't think he's watched it in fucking twenty years though. Well, Easily. we don't know. Maybe he watches it every day. I'm gonna say no. Um. Okay. Why don't we crack these drinks and uh, right. get into our spoil, our, our spoiler-filled review? Yeah. Juicy. Um, did you guys know that this movie was in Detroit? I just found that out. I when didn't I know that. I, mean, I can see place. it now. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, makes sense. I would say that or like Chicago, very Chirac like, you know. Sure. Fucking everything's on fire. But this one did not take place like in, um, what was it? Oh, no, it was because it, it was the, what what'd they call it? What's the night called? Devil's Night. Devil's Night. Yes. Oh, okay. And, and so Detroit. Day, yes. Yeah, yeah. I just thought the cat, the, did, did you see the part about the other possible castings and whatnot? So apparently they no, wanted Michael not. Jackson at one point. To do oh, it. yeah, yeah. They I would have fucking that was loved they wanted that. To make a, they wanted yes. to make it a musical, though. Yeah, yes. that would have been yeah. awesome. That would have been very different. 
I, a musical led by Michael Jackson. I think they were just this. thinking about thriller. I think sure. they literally were like, oh, it'll be, it'll be like a live action thriller. Yeah. Crewman. Was he, was he the scarecrow in The Wiz? He was. Oh, there we go. There's a little connection for you. Yep. And then who are the other names? I believe um, the, 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 uh, the writer wanted Depp. He really? Wanted, he wanted Johnny Depp. Um, they offered it to Christian Slater and River Phoenix, who died like what t- two years later? Uh, I think he died he in ninety two. He was already dead. Uh, oh, he's already de- oh. So he turned this down and then died. So maybe he River Phoenix dr- died uh, Halloween uh, ninety two. Fucking a! Look at all these connections. Yeah. Oh damn! I was thinking I was later, but it was because I was in college when he died. So it was just my freshman year. Christian Slater would have been terrible. Mm-hmm. I could river can river can act. Would it what would it look like though, you know? Like I feel like it would have went dark, like really dark. Yeah. I I was never a River Phoenix fan. I just what? didn't get uh, I he mean was, I watched the movies he was in. It wasn't like I he didn't. He was twice the Phoenix him. his brother yeah. was. They I, probably would have changed the name of the movie instead he, of the crow would have been the Phoenix. He had <laughs> he had the body of a twelve year old boy and he just He, he was, can bulk up, you know? He just gets on that. I never milk found diet. him attractive. I thought he was fine. He was fine in the movies he was in. I didn't have a problem this with him. The difference between men and women. I don't give a shit what people look like. I just want some good acting, <laughs> some good story. And yeah, you're just like he didn't he's just not attractive enough well, for me. I when I was a kid i wanted attractive guys listen tiger beat i was really into christian slater though i would totally take that sure. um i don't think he would do it well a in terrible this exactly it would have yeah. been a terrible it would be shit like movie. a jack nicholson impression the <laughs> yeah, entire time yeah. yeah i i get it i love pub, pub up fucking the smoking a cigarette He's i like, liked his old movies. so you're telling me i'm a fucking crow now yeah that would be awesome though i would like that for just for like one scene that would be so much fun yeah. but no i mean I, I love a good actor as yeah. well. It's just that I, I also kind of want something to look at too. And River Phoenix was not it. So I haven't seen, I w- I'm really, I would like to see the Blu-ray because apparently there was a character completely taken out called the Skull um, hmm. something, something Skull. Um, and it was Matthew Barry. And he was in, if you remember the movie Weird Science, he was one of the like. He's the biker. The biker guy that comes in and fucks the house up at the end. The bald biker. And um, but he was this character, and it was supposedly somebody that also got the powers of the crow, but didn't fulfill the the like the like because you're whatever you you come back to do, you're supposed to finish it, and then you can go back to your your eternal slumber or whatever. But he was somebody that li- that continued to live after that, and his or his crow died, some shit like that. I don't remember. But um, that was a, that would have been a very cool part of it, like um, that made it more of a comic book than like just dark action movie that it turned out to be do you mean michael berryman sure that might be the name mutant biker mutant biker michael berryman oh michael berryman you see his face right he's got that distorted um these hills have eyes exactly he's a very slothy very you know i'm I'm nothing against the man but I, i mean by image looks like the family all fucked each other that is unfortunate i'm just you know just on visage you know yeah Trey's a nice guy Probably. yeah he was in the hills have eyes for a yeah. reason yes. yeah yes. why did the hills have eyes though because they're because watching they you. they were living in them? They lived in them. They could see everything you do. You couldn't hide from them. They you were, would see a head popping out going, oh, look They looked like that. the rocks. And they, and they hillbilly talk Yeah, not too. if you camouflaged your lookout positions. Mm-hmm. But which hillbillies were better? Those ones or the ones from fucking Judge Dredd with fucking Stallone? 
Ooh. Hey, Paul. Yeah. My buddy used to do one. a good version of that because <laughs> he was just so hillbilly and trashy. It was amazing. Nice. Hey, Paul, what are we eating tonight, Paul? <laughs> just start eating people. Fucking cannibals. Gross. <laughs> We don't we don't push cannibals, yeah, cannibalism here. We're we don't condone ca- cannibalism yeah, in this no house. Bot- no botulism here, buddy. <laughs> That's right. We eat deer meat and I don't know. Let's just continue this. <laughs> you can still get getting a little bit off track here. <laughs> the movie opens with a with Detroit City on fire at night. The caption reads October thirtieth, Devil's Night. The camera flies over the burning city as a young girl narrates. People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes something so bad happens that a terrible sadness is carried with it and the soul can't rest. Then sometimes, just sometimes, the crow can bring that soul back to put the wrong things right. Bring in your main character, the crow. Yeah, they could have gotten a better kid for this role. Yeah. And for the narration. Yeah, she yeah, she was not... Her her capabilities were not great. No, like, no, she was. But I'm not an actor either. Yeah, um, she got paid to be one. Yes, yes, I was never paid to be one. She did a sweet kickflip though. That wasn't her, but probably. Yeah, not, it was probably like Christian Slater. It was either Christian Slater or Tony <laughs> Hawk, because those are the only two people that I know that can do kickflips. Yeah, Christian Slater used to Tony Hawk to do his, because I don't think he could do them either. Ninety-two. That could have been like a Sean White or something like that. You know, no, I know Sean White. Too. Sean White was not no. doing doing wow, that, dude. Didn't... You're very anti-ginger for a ginger. Well, he wasn't no, doing that. Just, he wasn't. Sean White wasn't was old enough to do that yet. No, that would that would have no. It wasn't going to be Sean. They White. They could have had. They could have brought in some uh, Jason Lee. Ooh. Ooh. That would have been awesome. Well, we see a young or a, he was born in '86. He would have been. Like he would have been twelve, eight. eight. They didn't use little kids as stunt people. They well, brought in adults. Filmed. They brought in short adults. Yeah, it would have been eight. Yeah, yeah, a little ginger flopping around that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Well, buddy, this movie's a crow, and there's stuff going. Just fucking let's flip a, a widget around." I don't know skater talk at all. Apparently. <laughs> I never, I never, I, I was too big to skate. I was growing and everybody was just like, all right, you're already, this is you. You're stuck here. I'm still doing the upward thing. And you're just like, you're going to fill out someday. Whatever. It's fine. But I was the guy like on my belly. Oh, myself. I couldn't skate. Like I, I didn't have the balance or coordination for it. I didn't attempt skating either because of my height. an inch a year, basically. Mm-hmm. Like it was like up until I was 13, like that's when my feet stopped growing finally. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. I, I found it too dangerous for my height and my foot size. I was a tall girl with big feet, and I didn't think I should be on a skateboard. But I dated a lot of guys who did. Sure, of course. That was my thing. That was the 90s. That was my thing. Yeah. And they had hair did, like the have, crow. Did, yep. Their I, hair was, was kind of like the ask, crow. I was yeah. going to ask how long the hair was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't like <laughs> off to the side like this, it was like crow hair. I preferred the crow hair look than the weird uh, side. side part. Yeah, I wasn't into that. But I did date it. We see a police sergeant whose name is Daryl Albrecht, played by Ernie Hudson. He's supervising a crime scene at an apartment where a young woman is fighting for her life. We find out that Shelley Webster and Eric Draven were to be married on October 31st. A paramedic insists that Shelley needs to be moved and Albrecht agrees. One of Albrecht's men asks about the count and Albrecht. 
Albrecht replies, 143 fires. Um, for those of you who don't know, it was a tradition in Detroit for quite some time to just start random fires throughout Detroit on October 30th. Oh. Yes. Uh, Shelly is moved from her apartment to the ambulance down to the street. A crow perches on a telephone pole to watch the scene below where there is a dead body covered with a white sheet on the sidewalk. Albrecht and a detective argue about protocol. A young girl, Sarah, played by Rochelle Davis, skateboards up to the crime scene. Sarah is worried about Shelly. Shelly tells Albrecht to take care of Sarah. Sarah challenges Albrecht about Shelly living, and he can't lie to Sarah. Instead, he comforts her. One year later, a crow watches from the branches of a tree in a cemetery as Sarah's voiceover. So we get a voiceover from Sarah. And a flyover by the crow with yes. amazing graphics. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> so apparently they also wanted to film this all in black and white. Yeah. And that may double down my theory that this is very um, lead up. And probably honestly from the um, graphic novel perspective too, but very Sin City-esque. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, They. I, I think the studios, they're like, nah, nah. You're going to shoot it in color. Yeah. Like, you're not going to do this artistic thing. You're going to do it our way. Yeah. But, it, but it would probably but, be but, more of a cult classic. But it was it also way. why it, it it's so, like, gray washed. Like, there's color in yeah. there, but it's yeah. very, very muted. Yeah. No, like, they literally wanted they, it black, white, and red, which is exactly yeah. like fucking. They kind of sepia it. They yes. sepia it, and they kind of blue washed it, yeah. I think, a little yeah. bit. But I think that wasn't uh, Especially Brandon. Especially in the Crow Vision stuff. Yeah, in the Crow yeah. Vision. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think Brandon was supposed to do the narration. I think that's. One of the things. Oh, that on had the to be second redone. time yeah. through, yeah. It they been... apparently shot. They shit the bed, or not shit the bed, but they they um when he died, they had to go away from some of the story because there were yeah. rewrites and stuff that they yeah had they to, had like, to they had to from, change yeah. things and sure. do and I, it would have been nicer to hear his voice as opposed to that child's. But yeah, yeah. she's just awful. But yeah, why other... not Ernie Hudson? Ernie Hudson has a great Ernie voice. Ernie Hudson really should have. That would have made that a lot of that sense too. Yes, exactly, because he's yep. the cop. He's there. They should have just. They could have cut that kid's part out you know altogether. as a cop he had a more one thing in common with the uh, ghostbusters is busting makes him feel good that's right that's right busting makes me feel good yeah he should have been the narrator yeah i would i would like to have seen that sarah we sarah's voiceover continues or starts a building gets torched all that is left is ashes i used to think that that was true about everything families friends feelings but now i know that sometimes if love proves real Two people who are meant to be together, nothing can keep them apart. Sarah has come to the graves of Eric and Shelley. She walks away from the gravestones as rain begins to pour down. Uh, she hears the call of a crow. The crow that was observing on observing her on from the tree lands on the gravestone gravestone of Eric Draven. The crow pecks at the gravestone. Sarah skates off into the dreary, rainy night to meet Albrecht, who buys her a hot dog. The movie cuts to an arcade where a gang of thugs start to smash up the place. Let's just stop right there real quick. Um, <laughs> don't buy children hot dogs when you're, they're not your children. That's just weird. They're just going to stay away from that one always. <laughs> she doesn't have anybody else to can, buy her a hot dog. I'm going to sit at a um, Costco and just be like, hey, you want a hot dog, kid? I'll buy you one. Like, what do you mm. So watch, watch me eat a hot dog. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. well, that was such an innocent scene too. that you made so horrible. 
No, it's you don't bike your children hot dogs. I don't give a fuck what you say. There's no innocence involved here. It's a, it's not. No, it's improv. now I want a hot dog. Well, you're not a child. I'm not going to buy you one. Oh. <laughs> it cuts back to the cemetery where a resurrected Eric Draven screams into the night. Eric stumbles through the night, removing clothes along the way, until the crow shows directs Eric to some boots. The gang, having had their fun at the arcade, cruises by Albrecht and Sarah. There is an explosion from the arcade, and Albrecht has to leave Sarah. Eric is following the crow. Eric arrives back to his apartment where he and Shelley lived. Once he is in the apartment, all the memories flood his head. The flashbacks reveal that the gang of thugs from the arcade, T-Bird, Tintin, Fumboy, and Skank, are all the same ones that assaulted Shelly and killed Eric. Eric finds out that he has healing powers as he does some type of weird like pull. Like what do they what do they call that? The like the two different pull things. Uh, the unevens. Yeah, yeah, the unevens. Like he looked like he was gonna do some uneven. He was bars. doing some beautiful kind of dance. Like yes. a, a like it was a dance thing. An interpretive dance. A interpretive like, dance. Yeah. Almost like a where like warehouse punch. punch oh my god! You know you know they should have looked at a. Kevin Bacon for this. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. Cut to the gang being dumb and drinking cartridges, their pistol cartridges, which are the bullet, which is the actual projectile, the casing, which is the, 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 the not the jacket, but the, the shell that usually people see left behind. Would be the jacket. Would it be the yeah, jacket? I think it's the jacket. Okay. And then, then the gunpowder in there and the firing pin. But that's what is a cartridge is called. Um, that typically people normally call like a round or a bullet, but a cartridge is what it's called if you're if it's a a singular piece that has all the pieces um, put together. So the bullet the casing and the the gunpowder, and they're swallowing that. And I wouldn't recommend it because it'll probably lead to explosive bowel movements. <laughs> There's, there's, there's my uh, you, that was that was like literally a minute of that just to throw that pun in there. Yeah. You, you, like, now uh, you wonder why I don't work in comedy. <laughs> uh, the Cure plays in the background as, as Eric paints his face. Um, this is the look that I tried to emulate perfect, prolifically in my freshman year. And this is where the powers come from. Yeah, shitty makeup and uh, and a black jacket and uh-huh. a shredded shirt. Yeah. He, he he dons his own black leather outfit. This this the 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 what is it? The duster or whatever? The yeah. the long leather jacket mm-hmm. that he eventually ends up wearing. That's what every fucking goth kid and like tr- oh, yeah. wanted to wear mm-hmm. from 94 to like to Columbine. To, to well, oh, to even Columbine. before that. Even. Well well before 94. I mean, okay. even when we had one at our high school cuz you know, okay. it was a Catholic school and we didn't really have we had a uniform. I'm but, sure. But we had one in you know, as far back as the late 80s. Okay. And I remember guys walking around dressed that way. All right. Before that, um I mean, the goth guys, they Lecure. I mean, they started with the Cure. They started in the 80s. You say Lecure? And I would say even before that, Lecure. <laughs> um no, they started in the early 80s with the golf that I saw out here in Arizona. But I don't, I mean, I'm sure it started even before that. Sure. I'm, uh, to, during my, yeah. my, my experience, I saw it become more prevalent in where, when I was going to high school. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I, I just saw it when I was going to high school. 
Uh, it was the next one because uh, there was like '80s guys wearing makeup, and then uh-huh. there was this was the next one where it was like black jacket makeup. Yeah, well, you had you had the you had the guys who were wearing makeup who were into the. It depended on what your music preference was. Sure, what sure. kind of makeup you were going to be wearing. Yeah. Um, and I think, and then of course, these guys gave away to the emo kids of the 2000s. Yes. And you know, there's that. Mm. So this movie kicked off terrible, terrible shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it was this is the t- I think this is the right in the middle of it. Well, they re- this was also like in the middle of the grunge m- music like explosion. Yeah, but that was like, flannel. You know. Yes, but there was still some aspect of that in the grunge rock because not all grunge rock was similar to Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, um, Nirvana. But even Nirvana is still like in that wiggle room of grunge or or punk. It mm-hmm. you. You be your own decider on that one. Uh, Eric is aided by his by the crow and their ability to communicate telepathically, and they locate Tintin. Tintin was the one that stabbed Eric. Eric dispatches Tintin <laughs> with knife throwing moves. <laughs> the, the, those those the 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 spinning of the blade like through the air the way that they did. I was like, wait, did uh. Did Sam Raimi <laughs> yeah, advise anybody was, on how? That was very. <laughs> that was very Raimi. Yeah. Um, that which is funny because you you saw so much of that in our last movie that we yes, watched. Yes. And it's yeah, like, it, oh, what is this doing here? Yeah, exactly. You know? I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we watching? Did I watch the wrong movie? Like that. It it was a very it was a very funny fight for being one of the first fights of the scene or of the movie. Uh, it was it wasn't as intense as what I remember it being like it, it was very short like it was a very short fight yeah i mean the, the the thing was this um his character was just so kind of cavalier the whole time that you were just like it, like nothing seemed serious and it probably sure. did like when i was a kid I, it, it, everything seemed serious because it was dark toned mm-hmm. people were dying left and right but like as an, when you get older and we've also been like went through the the biggest like movie era after that you oh, know sure. like i would say that uh 2010 like 2012 was like just films galore of every nature now we're going back and doing everything over yeah. again because uh-huh. of that, but. the movie cuts to a grunge concert where t-bird and his gang report to their boss but but he is intercepted by grange who is played by tony todd t-bird wants to talk to the man but the man is busy the man is top dollar played by michael wincott and he's busy with his lover, half sister, and practicing magician Micah, <laughs> played by Bailing. 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 Yeah. Uh, those two are fucked up. Sarah goes to the bar where Darla, her mother, works. Um, Fun boy is sleeping with Darla. Fun boy like the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if he likes the drugs as much as he likes administering the drugs. He was more we, of a sadistic. Yeah, thing. yeah, I, I think so. Because I never saw him shoot up. He was just shooting her up. Uh, Eric goes to the pawn shop where Tintin had pawned off Shelly's engagement ring. He forces Gideon, played by John Polito, to return the ring. That's when he's fucking uh, parkouring all over the yeah. rooftops. That <laughs> yeah. was, a, I think, that was the first parkour scenes I've seen. Like previous to that, might have been like Jackie Chan movies. I think was probably the only thing. Sure, yeah. You saw like the you know the moves and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh look at him go. Sure, parkour and you know, yeah, little, G- little Jeet Kune Do. 
He blows up the shop, but spares Gideon so that he can warn the others. Albrecht and Eric have an interaction. Top Dollar, Grange, Micah, and T-Bird talk about Tintin's death and the cause of Gideon's exploding pawn shop. So I guess in the in the comic or the graphic novel, Top Dollar was just one of the group. It wasn't oh, like... Oh, really? He wasn't like the boss. Okay, But okay. they wanted more of a boss figure. Yeah. So it came down to like the end fight. Kind yeah. Of and you, it was more... Yeah. Sure, you want you, you got your mini bosses and then you got your big boss. Exactly. Like, so the, yeah, the, the other one was just a straight revenge on all five of the guys and that was it basically. Yeah. Eric saves Sarah from getting hit, hit by a car. They have a sweet moment. Albrecht does some digging and drawing on a picture of Eric with his band. Wasn't that when he says the shitty line? Which, what? It's like, what is it? I wrote it down, hold on. It can't rain all the time. Oh, yes. And yeah, she yeah, goes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric? <laughs> yeah. Is that you? That yes. was so, that, that whole scene annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. Just that, let her get hit by the car. The child interactions were just terrible. Oh, like, yeah. She was terrible. Yeah. But she's like, you're, you're, you're saving her life. And she's like, hey, let me go and it's like you and then then she stops instead of like a strange man was just holding on to her but she stops and yells at the car instead and it's like maybe you should look around see who's holding on to you it could be a pervert yeah even though he just saved your life maybe he saved it well to, she to accepts random hot dogs from people yes that's so true we're just gonna, that's true we're gonna cop that up to just pure stupidity you know childlike wonder mm, childlike wonder yeah. yeah eric finds fun boy and darla at at his apartment above the pit. He interrupts their coitus. Eric subdues fanboy, or funboy, and then tells Darla to be a better mother. Grange finds Gideon at the pit, which is a bar. Grange sees, it's, it's a bar where the, the gang, the four thugs hang, hung out at. Grange sees Darla running out of the pit. Grange decides to investigate. He arrives just as Eric leaps from the window, where he has finished injecting Funboy with multiple syringes of heroin or morphine. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think they knew what they were talking about. Yeah, because he's morphine is. They were different. talking about morphine. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, don't, I don't know if they wanted to stay away. From, I, I don't know if they wanted to they stay away from heroin in there yeah. because they yeah. weren't trying. Maybe the MPAA would have been like, "Oh, this is totally R," or yeah. it was R. Or the CIA but was like, "No." <laughs> Because we're pushing heroin at this time, but he also made the heroin come from like go out of her yes. body. Yeah, yeah. When, he, when he was telling her to be a better yeah. mother. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, that's a weird power to have it's, that a crow. It's gives a gothic you. power of sobriety, and he gave yeah. it to her. Yeah, he's like, I will make you sober, and you will, you will love me. Eric finds Albrecht, and they talk about Shelley. Eric grab, grabs Albrecht, feeling all the pain that he watched Shelley endure. Top Dollar kills Gideon after learning about Eric's involvement in the death of his henchmen. Sarah returns to her her home, where she confirms the man who saved her from the traffic is Eric. The crow tracks T-Bird and Skank to their location at a convenience store. Eric abducts T-Bird, leaving Skank at the C-Store. Eric then forces T-Bird to drive dangerously, drawing the attention of the police. Eric and T-Bird escape after Skank trying to follow them, and I think it's a Yugo. I couldn't see any. <laughs> I, know. I, I couldn't see anything. It, but it was either a rabbit or a Yugo. Yeah, I didn't really pay that much attention to it, but the body style was very, very probably, similar of one of those yeah. two. Yeah, uh, but he he ends up causing the police car that was following T-Bird and Eric to collide with him. They didn't have Yugos back then, did they? Yugos no. were only made until like the year, what, ni- late 90s to, to 2000 or something so like that? So you're not I'm just not into sure. birds, you're into Yugo foreign cars, huh? 
I, I didn't I didn't I didn't do my research. Yeah, I think they were only around for like far. four or five years, but in the latter part up to two thousand, I think I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I was around since eighty seven. Oh, eighty seven? Mm-hmm. But not in the United States though. I mean you can still get it. It was like one. a Czechoslovakian car, isn't it? Uh I'm I'm going to go out and make a uneducated guess and say Yugoslavia, but oh, yeah. I don't know if that's the same country <laughs> no. now because I'm pretty sure it's not the same country now. I just remember they kind of popped up and then they shut down right away. So uh, with with the help of of Skank inadvertently, uh, T Bird and Eric are able to escape. T Bird tries or T Bird explains himself as Eric fills T-Bird's car with explosives, which I found, which I, I, it gets explained further how those explosives were already in his trunk. I assume I assumed that Eric knew where to get those and placed all that in there. But a little later down the road, you find out that T-Bird was actually like an arsonist. Yeah. So that, oh, that yeah. explains why he had all those yeah, types of explosives in there. He and Skank were arsonists. Yeah. 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 So it, Ernie Hudson filled us in on that part. Yes, he yeah. did. Yes. Yeah. Um, so T-Bird finally puts one and one together and recognizes Eric as the dude they threw out of the window or a window. Eric drops an explosive into the crotch of T-Bird, pulls tight a bungee cord to press T-Bird's foot onto the gas pedal, and finally putting the car into drive. Skank, having evaded the police somehow, which I don't like, unless those two cops were dead in the car, like they would have caught him. But he shows up just in time to see T-Bird plunge off the pier. The car explodes midair. During this time, Eric has used a lighter or used lighter fluid to draw a crow shape and then lights it on fire to let everybody know watching the movie that this is still the movie called The Crow. Two, two similarities here. One that happened, that happened in the dark night. Yes, yeah, yes. And also, one of the lead cast members died. Yes, yes. Two similarities. But not because of the movie. Yeah, probably, no. probably because of the movie. But let me, Dave, David Patrick Kelly, yes. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. But he's like a shadow of himself in this. Like, And it's only, what, three year, four years removed from like actually doing like real stuff? Uh, like what, I mean, um, Dreamscape. Was, Dreamscape was a... Dreamscape uh, was, a, was the early 80s. No, was it? It was mid, mid, early to mid eighties. I think that I think I I I believe that would have been early. Like it, from my recollection of the style of clothing, it was still seventies ish. It was eighty four. Yeah, yeah, I saw it on cable when I was a kid, and yeah, we got cable in like nineteen eighty three. So it didn't come to our neighborhood until then. Ooh. Um, I think it was eighty three or no, maybe eighty four because we did have HBO and Showtime or Spotlight before that. You could get a little switch in the back of your. TV, mm-hmm. put it on UHF, and then you switch it over, and you could watch HBO or uh, or Spotlight, which we had. I think Showtime was around then too. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, I watched it a lot when I was a kid. Dreamscape, it came on all the time. Yeah, well, it was rated PG. That's yeah, why. exactly. Yeah, yep. Uh, so the next morning, Grange visits visits Eric's empty gravesite. Darla starts to make amends with Sarah over breakfast. Albrecht is threatened with suspension over withholding information about the vigilante. Sarah goes to find Eric at his apartment. She talks to Eric aloud as he hides from her. But just before Sarah leaves, Eric appears. The, the clouds parting and the sun silhouetting him in the back the background with his hair 
like drooping down as he says he's like i'm always here sarah or something like that like yeah but they have an emotional moment skank in his grief tries to explain what happened to t-bird about what happened to t-bird to top dollar um i love i love skank like (laughs) his his whole thing there was a moment there where like the lighting was correct and i was like is that not fucking the dude who plays shane from the walking dead no no (laughs) but there was a moment there like some shading i was like what the fuck (laughs) like no way but it wasn't it was just me wishing it was (laughs) yeah i'm not sure what happened but at one point i wrote down for my notes tiggle bitty so there apparently was some breasts in this movie that i saw it may have been darla's like was it Darla's? It, it's possible. It could have I been Darla. Remember. She was running around in that little nighty that she I was wearing. I was inebriated making um making notes, <laughs> making notes and pasta. I've always so. had an yeah. issue with that actress who plays Darla. She's always kind of grossed me out a little bit, and she's been around for so long and in so many movies that I watched. But she always made me just a little uncomfortable, and I think it's because she usually played some kind of sad maybe drug addicted or, sure. or alcohol addicted character. Sure. And I think she always just made me kind of like, oh, she's gonna have a problem in this movie. Yeah. Like she's she's problem. Um I just I, I she does a good job, but she always kind of kind of made me um think that she smelled. I don't know. <laughs> Sarah and Albrecht discuss if resurrection is real. Uh Top Dollar has a meeting with his associates to plan and organize their activities for Devil's Night. But Eric interrupts. Top Dollar commands his associates to kill Eric. They fire a bunch of bullets at him. He falls from the table. Micah tries to catch the crow. Expecting a body, a man in a beret exclaims, He's gone! And a massive gun battle ensues. During that, he is, he is successful. Eric is successful in killing Skank. Police arrive. And you know, do their normal, like, hey, freeze, don't move. And then their catchphrase for this scene was, that's all she wrote, don't move or we shoot. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> who, who, who the hell says that? <laughs> it, it's, it really has more of a, like, listen to me, I'm saying a lot of things, compared to just freeze, you know? But that's all she wrote? That's all she wrote. Like, it could have been, like, motherfucker, don't move or we're going to blast her ass. Mm-hmm. No, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. I think that could have been used somewhere else, but that seems like a really stupid place to throw that line in. Uh, As the police open fire, Eric escapes via a window. A helicopter is waiting for Eric, and a rooftop chase scene ends when Eric dives off a building and lands onto a man's street home. Albrecht gives Eric a ride. However, they don't get far as Albrecht is stopped by the police. Uh, Eric's footsteps can be heard as he retreats away from Albrecht's car. Top Dollar, Grange, and Micah uh, form a plan to capture the crow and kill Eric Draven. Micah believes that Eric's powers are derived from the bird. Believing that his uh, revenge is complete, Eric delivers his engagement ring to Shelly and tells her he can keep it as a reminder of both of them. Grange, having gone to the cemetery, kidnaps Sarah. He takes her to a nearby church. The crow sees this, and that means Eric does as well. Eric and the crow are ambushed in the church. 
Grange snipes the crow. Top Dollar shoots Eric. Eric is surprised that he's bleeding and hurting. Albrecht busts in as Grange attempts to kill the crow. Albrecht and Top Dollar have a shootout. And and Micah and Top Dollar escape up the bell tower. Albrecht and Eric team up to take down Micah and Top Dollar. Albrecht is shot by Micah as they attempt to ascend up the stairs of the church t- church bell tower. Eric is cornered by Micah, but the crow attacks her face by pecking and clawing, causing her to fall down the interior shaft of the bell tower. Now it is only Top Dollar, Sarah, and Eric on the roof of the Gothic church. Top Dollar attacks Eric with a katana. <laughs> Eric uses a weather vane as a sword to fight back against Top Dollar. Okay. Did you guys see the lightning strike that like hit the weather vane as soon as he as soon as Eric grabbed it? Yeah. There's a there's a lightning bolt that strikes the weather vane like when he was grabbing the weather vane and removing it from the from its cemented position. <laughs> Did like, that give him more power? I don't know. I have no idea. Um but Top Dollar gets the drop and shoves his katana through Eric's back. Before Top Dollar can fully gloat in his victory, Eric thrusts his hand out. He has grabbed Top Dollar by the face and delivers the 30 hours of pain that Shelly endured in the hospital. This causes Top Dollar to fall off the roof and dies when he lands on a gargoyle. Eric a rescues grotesque. Sarah. Uh, oh, oh, is it a grotesque? What, it, Okay, thank you for correcting me. Eric rescues Sarah. Albrecht, Sarah, and Eric share a tender moment of cigarettes. Cigarettes. (laughs) Cigarettes, Tender cigarettes. Like Sarah did, but but, but Eric Eric and Albrecht are like, Albrecht is like, I'm going to quit smoking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, but here's a hot dog I have in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh. (laughs) Eric returns to his grave to die for a second time. Shelly, in spirit form, caresses Eric's head and kisses him. The lovers have been reunited now that Eric's revenge has been exacted. What do you think ghost-flavored kisses ta- taste like? Mmm, tacos. I know, that's that's <laughs> Hispanic kisses. Everybody knows that. Those are Jennifer Lopez's Those are Jennifer kisses. Lopez, to be yes, specific. Or taco-flavored kisses. She yes. has the corner on that market. All right. um, so, yeah, what do you got? Maybe cotton candy? It can't, be, like it can't be pumpkin spice. I think it's pickly, like it's briny. You know, a little brine. Like it's well, little, well, well, well. Salt I, I can that. If you're gonna, if you're embalmed and you take some of that essence yeah. away, mm-hmm. ghost yeah, kisses, probably yeah. salt, a little salty, a little vinegary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little vinegary kisses. Ooh, like a salt and vinegar from beyond chip? the grave. Yeah. Oh, I could, I could get, yeah. all, I could be all right with that. Yeah, yeah. definitely not bananas. That's no, gross. No. <laughs> you and your bananas. Fuck bananas, man. Sarah returns to the lover's grave, where the crow sits atop Eric's gravestone, holding Shelley's engagement ring. The movie ends with a voiceover from Sarah. If the people we love are stolen from us, the way to have them live on is to never stop loving them. Buildings burn, people die, but real love is forever. Roll credits. That just to tell you, that is a horrible way to go through life. Unfortunately, you need to move on and forget stuff. <laughs> like acknowledge the people, but move on. Otherwise, you're going to be, you know, yes, mental issues. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was two things that um, I really enjoyed in the movie that you kind of skipped over. One was sure. the um, when he goes to uh, Albrecht's house 
and he's in his underwears wearing his, oh, wearing yeah, his cop hat yeah. still. <laughs> and he even makes a joke about it. Yeah. And we talked. And I'm like, did they do that just so we That's could make a shitty yes. joke? Because yes. you need comic relief. Yes. And you have to have All a little... All he did was spit out one-liners that were shitty, though. So it was yeah, like... but. But Eric needed the one, the like he's the setup. one who needed a little bit of comic relief because he was so serious throughout the movie that yeah. he finally had to have that, you're still wearing your hat. And it's like, oh, ha ha ha, he is a funny ghost. Yeah. He does have a sense yeah. of humor. And then he was playing Guitar Hero that, on the roof. I was going to bring that up. I, yeah. Those scenes, I bust. I, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to play my sad guitar on the roof into the night mm-hmm. and the morning sun. Yeah. That is one of those things where you kind of look back at that stuff and you're like, God, people were really nerdy back then. Yeah. And, uh, and they're yeah. getting that way again. <laughs> yeah. People are doing things in front of other people that, like, for a long time we kind of knew, like, don't do embarrassing things in front of people. Well, like, yeah, sure. You know, like, do that in the privacy of your own home. Don't do that in front of people. Now people are doing weird stuff in front of people again because they're doing it all for on their phones and stuff. And it's like, keep that to yourself. Yep. You know, oh. don't don't air guitar on place on things. Yeah, air drums is good though. Yeah, fuck yeah, that, that would have been cool. It would have been cooler if he was up there, just doing air drums. Oh, that'd be so awesome! And then the air of the night started playing. Yeah, <laughs> and then he starts doing. He starts punch dancing. <laughs> there was no punch dancing in that. I feel like there should have been a little moment of that. There, yeah. there, they had that one that that went that that one the one scene in the beginning where he was doing that punch dancing where he did like the. The uneven was, bar thing. That was kind of a punch dance. The big, agree, yeah, he was yeah, like dancing, yeah. and then he was flipping outside the window where he died. Yeah. He's like, Dude, look at all my muscles. That was, I think that was so we could see all his muscles. Probably. Yeah. I was like, ooh, look at those muscles. Look at all those muscles. Mm, look at those handsome muscles. I wasn't displeased with my rewatch. Um, yeah, I found it. I found it. It was simple enough for me to understand as a kid. And it it seemed real super serious and like it's yeah. it's some good storytelling. It's not the best storytelling that I have consumed. It was good enough that it still lives on with me. Yeah, right? I found it enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. I, it, my I, I will stand by that. I believe Ernie Hudson, um, next to Michael Wincott and Tony Todd, are actually some of the best actors in this movie. And John Polito. Like, look, oh, yeah. John, John Polito is a, he's a, the same he's a character actor. Yes. He's a character yeah. actor, and but, he's you know, but but at least he does it right. Like he he, he mm-hmm. yeah, he's playing it, and he doesn't seem like it's forced. It's natural. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's that. I he's would the believe angry that guy dad. actually he's the owns. angry shop owner. He's the angry. He's yeah. the angry Italian man. I, yes. be- I could. I believe that he actually would own a pawn shop. Like oh, where, yeah. wherever he's from, he probably know. has one. Yeah, it's probably called Polito's Place. Plato's pawn shop. Plato's pawn shop. Yeah, yeah. Come on down to peepees. <laughs> yeah, peepees. Peepees. Uh, Megs, you got any 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 parting thoughts on this? Or any? I I th- I have to say I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. Okay. And I think right. it's because I probably only saw it once. Okay. I don't think I've seen it again since I first saw it. So, it was like watching a whole new movie, and it was kind of fun, nice. and I enjoyed it. And I thought it was a pretty movie to look at. I mean, it was dark and you know blah but it still looked good yeah everybody yeah. was pretty everybody was attractive i mean they were dirty attractive but they Ooh. were you know sexy dirty attractive sexy dirty attractive yeah. perfect josh yeah um <laughs> i don't remember being the biggest fan when i was a kid when i watched it like i said it kind of felt if it, it fit into a gap of like 
action-y stuff, you know. You knew it was Bruce Lee's kid, and you're like, oh, my God, it's Bruce Lee's kid. He's doing shit. And you're like, fuck, he died. I think a lot of things back in the day were perpetuated on the fact that he died during the making of the movie. Yeah. And the sad part is, so the, sh- the shooting happened when, when it was, like, everybody killing him, right? No, the, no. The shooting happened in no, that scene no. with Darla yeah. when he was on the bed. So that yeah. was it. And okay. He shot okay. Him. Yeah. When he, yeah. and he's was, the only one that shot him. And yeah. that was an yes. added scene that wasn't supposed right. to be in there. So yeah. that kind of sucks. So that was exactly. Yeah. So that that guy apparently yes. fucking like would never watch the movie again. Yeah. Like like he 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 even like gave up some of the money he made from it. Anything he gets from it, apparently, like he just kind of like throws it off. Like he well up until twenty sixteen when he passed away. Um, but he like so much guilt, racked with guilt. Um, yeah, and he, unfortunately, he was part of the lawsuit when um, Brandon's mom sued. And she, he was named yeah, in the lawsuit yeah, because exactly. he was holding the gun. So, yeah. I mean, shit. But, but I he mean, was he just, just the actor. We just had an incident not that long ago. Sure, that, he's that just the happen, actor. You know? Like, I don't know. I don't know what their protocols were on set. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely wasn't the actor's fault. Was it Bobby Massey or something yeah. like that? Like, it's definitely not his fault. Yeah. Um. I don't know the outcome of they, that. They settled. They settled. Did, okay. It was for like three mil. Yeah, she didn't. It, and it, was it, it the, was studio? the studio? The okay. studio. Settled. All right. Okay. Yeah, the I'm studio. sure that they kind of. She and I'm sure because he was holding the gun and that's why he was sure. wrapped up in it. I'm yeah. assuming the insurance for the studio covered it. Um, I don't. I mean, know he who, never got any jail or anything like that. No, no. it was a civil case. And that's kind yes. of the thing with the Alec Baldwin that stuff that's going on yeah. now. I think one of the reasons was though he was a producer on the film, but and that's the one of the reasons. And he was holding the gun. Part of but, all that is there's a scene in um, was it Game of Death, I believe, uh, with Bruce Lee, where that happens, and that's how he fakes his death. Uh-huh. So he he's doing this like you know Bruce Lee ninja kick or, or whatever karate kick. That's not even karate. That's kung fu. Kung fu kick. Sorry. And, and he gets shot by by multiple guys, and that's in that part. They, that's what happens. They fake his death that he got shot during making a movie, and then it happened to his kid. Mm-hmm. That is so fucking eerie. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, I fucked this movie. I don't like it anymore. Okay. Like I'm done. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just, right. I just like it was just the one liners were just so shitty for sure. me. I you didn't get enough of the people you actually wanted. True. Like I wanted more fucking um um, what's his name? Uh, top dollar. Yeah, Michael Wincott. Yeah, dude, oh, like, yeah. he's a spectacular actor. Give me he's... Wincott with his rasp, just fucking like yeah. you know, just monologues. Just, uh, randomly spitting sand out of his mouth. Because I can he's always so watch gravelly. him all day. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you know, Ernie it... Hudson. You know, there, there was that weird partner too. The 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 other cop Torres. I, I in my head, I was like, is he a dirty cop? Because if it felt like he, he was that classic dirty he was cop, the classic, it's probably yeah. like without yeah. without it being fully backed up by any writing. Yeah, they did, really didn't show us, but the way that he behaved, like, he's the like way that's that why it was you're written, not a, that's why you're not a detective because yeah. you suck. And he's yeah. like, you're doing all the wrong things. I'm doing the right stuff, but I think yeah. that was the yeah. whole thing. He was yeah. a detective. There's always they're always trying to pit certain like. Either yes. if, if it's a movie about cops, they're against the FBI. If it's a movie about the FBI, they're against the local cops. Sure. If it's a, a movie with detectives, they hate that. You know, like sure. it's, it's always got to be against. Patrol, pat- patrolmen and detectives are two different classes of mm-hmm. policemen. Yeah. They, they're, the, the, the detectives look down on the patrolmen. Yeah. Like you, your upward tra- trajectory in the police department is going from patrolmen right. to detective to something higher. Yeah. Um, D- doctor. But this movie did make me want to watch Dark City again. I haven't seen Dark City Ooh, in Dark a long City. time. Ooh. I haven't seen that in years. And I was really into that when it first Rufus came out. Sewell. Same director. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, 
I loved Rufus. <laughs> they're forever, they're forever scowly face. But I would, I would like to see um, that again now because of this, this yeah. movie. Okay, cool. I remember what the soundtrack was. Um, the, there was the big hit on the soundtrack. Was that Stone Temple Pilots? Oh, there were a couple. There was Stone Temple Pilots and there was Alice in Chains. The Stone like Temple those, Pilots those, song was the big one though, because yeah. that like fucking. I remember, I remember MTV pushing the living shit out of that. That was great. You're amazing. Mm. Catch me every Thursday nights at <laughs> yeah. Holly Rocks. No, it's Wednesday night. Plays saxophone. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday night. Yeah. Open mic night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Featuring yeah. Trevor Brown. Trevor Brown and the Readers. <laughs> yeah. You're all playing that's read right, instruments. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's pretty that's cool. Good, that's good. You're, you're neat. I'm a fucking neat guy. <laughs> you're a neat guy. And people tell me that sometimes. Yeah. You're clever. All right. So that was our that was our review of The Crow. Um, normally, what we do now is we would t- pick the, the uh, next genre and movie for next week. However, we're calling an audible for next week. We're actually doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're going to try and get one out at least next week during the Halloween time. I'm not going to say it's going to be on Halloween but it will be next week. This will be uh, the audible is going to be called Pumpkin Z Y Spider. <laughs> but X. But for 13. that, but for that movie, we have all decided that we're going to watch Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. And review that movie for Halloween. And as of right now, this is available on Max. Yes. Yep. Yep. It is on Max. You can watch it if you have a Max subscription. You are able to check it out. So, what are you rating this movie, Trev? What do you got? Um, I'm giving it. I'm going to give it four. I'm going to give it five my masks. Wow. My masks. Yep. yep. Okay. That's that's out of five? That's out of five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that man, is. Yeah. That is we, that's the tops, man. It's yep. the tops. Yeah, yeah. That's significant. I know. It is. It is. Okay. How about you? Um, Mine is going to be... One uh-huh. wow. old man hot dog <laughs> given to a child. Just one singular hot dog. Maybe some relish on it, you know. Onions. Nope, because they make no you No onions, yeah. No farties there. I've, You're not a, you can't even enjoy the fart. Yeah. Okay? yeah. All you get is the defecation. I'm going to give it three. 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 Three and a half. I'm okay. giving it three and a half. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's I would accept the hot dogs because I love hot dogs right. more than most things. I love hot dogs. Okay, like, I know what I'm you getting. You think about pocket bacon. <laughs> Ooh, pocket that's bacon. that's Adrian's. Her birthday just happened. Adrian likes. She's pocket like bacon. 57 years old. Okay, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's settle down there, sir. <laughs> let's not age me. Closing um, in on the diamond. Another age. decade. Um, I, sorry. No, he was just being mean. He was just being mean. He's being a meanie. He's being meanie. Uh, we have, however, um, done our. Um, we put our list into the randomizer, and we have come up with uh, time travel movies. That is going to be our next genre after we do trick or treat. Um, Josh, it is your for your your first in this in this uh, rotation. Um, what's your pick? I mean. This is so easy because there's two things I love in this movie. <laughs> Tiny People and Sean Connery. So we're going to go with Time Bandits. Time right. Bandits. And what's the, what's the bad guy's name in it? It's uh, Michael it's, something? It's, it's um, uh, He just has that voice. It's 
Yeah, he just died. Um, Fred? Oh, God. Time Bandit. He is the Time Bandit. Yes. I own this movie on Criterion. Nice. Uh, that is also available on Max, by the way, guys. It is... Um, oh, my God. Why can't I think of it? I believe there's nudity in this, too. So, David Warner. Yes, David yeah. Warner. Yeah. He just passed away, what, this last year? Uh, he just yeah, recently passed recent. away. Was was very a, recent. Wasn't he a doctor as well? No, he died in 22. Oh, was it that long ago? He made it to the ripe age of 80. That's right. Yeah, David Warner. Yeah. 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 Great so, career. Oh, he was the more. he was the the uh, the scientist in um, teenage secrets of the ooze. Yeah, you know, mm. not as good a soundtrack because you didn't have vanilla ice on there, but no. you know, still a still a fancy movie. Oh, the bad guy in Tron. He's a bad guy a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I called him. Come on, Tron. If you're British and you make it over the pond, you <laughs> yeah. usually have to play the bad guy. Yeah. That's kind of the the Stop, deal we yeah. make with them. Stop Tron. Stop him. <laughs> Fucking English people, I love you. All right. Now brings us to our next segment. Give me the juice. Oh. Megs, what, what's new? Oh, well, I just watched a new movie last night. Okay. It's called Cobweb. Okay. Uh, oh, is that is that with the uh, 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 Homelander? Yes, okay. and Lizzie Kaplan. Okay. Uh, it has that, uh, it was the same production company. Um, the producers did, what was? Barbarian. Barbarian. Ooh. So it has that kind of feel. Okay, cool. It, it's, uh, it's one of those movies with very few people in it. It's kind of, you're kind of closed in feel. Okay. Um, I give that movie a lot of uh, some thumbs. Okay. You know, I would okay. watch it. I thought it's a good spooky movie. What about Perfect. some teeth? Any teeth? I don't give it too many teeth. Well, there teeth. are a lot of teeth in it. I don't yeah. need it. I don't want to give it any more teeth. Couple that of milkshakes. It's got some teeth. All right. Um, I'm also watching the Goosebumps series. Okay. With Justin Long, who yeah. was in Barbarian. Yeah. Um, I just started that the other night. Okay. It's fun. It's okay. a fun, fun movie to watch at this this time of year. All right. And I watched uh, an older movie. Uh, I think it's a, a few years old, 2016, roughly. Yeah, yeah um, It was old. called Tales of Halloween. Ooh. And that's a fun one, too. It's, a, it's several vignettes okay. by different uh, directors, yeah. writers, directors. Um, it has some fun people in it. Um, the, you have the Shusher from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. Uh-huh. You have the uh, Beefcake from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Got that Beefcake. Um, he's also the guy who played the uh, the... The vampire on Almost Human, that TV series oh, that the, was based oh, on yeah. the British, one. the British version. The this is the American one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the lesser than. Yeah, one. I liked the English version better. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really watch the American one, um, but that's a fun one too. Okay, if you're feeling a little Halloweeny. Okay, I'll put those out there for you. Mm. Nice. Okay, perfect. Josh, how about you? Weirdly enough, I'm not, I'm not watching anything new. I've been watching. For some reason, Paul Rudd movies. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Starring or supporting. Like, it just, I don't know. A, I, I go down a certain avenue and just can't stop, you know. Feeling a little romantic? No. It's, um, it's actually the opposite. Oh. You know, love is, love is gone. Love is dirt. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that and, hmm, let's see. I just rewatch old animes too, like and stuff. Like One Punch Man, great stuff. Like it's a man that could, he's got the was One Punch. He's got a god inside of him. That's what they say. One Punch, and One the, Punch, and he punches in like literally like clouds spread miles and miles away. He can punch a hole in the planet. He's One Punch Man. So was Michael Keaton and Mr. Mom. 
Yeah, but this was better. <laughs> um, I've not been watching anything new. No? No, uh, because it's how it's October, uh, and it's getting closer. I've been watching the horror movies that I've seen right. before. What's your favorite horror movie, though, to watch? Um, just time of what year. gets you in the mood? Yeah, is it like Trick or Treat is the one that I like that yeah. I go back yeah. to. I watch like, it. I, I, I watch it almost every year at Halloween like, around this yeah. time. Um, I'll throw I'll throw on, um, if it's streaming somewhere like any any of the nightmares and any of the Fridays. What was the scariest movie when you were a kid? Candyman. 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 Candyman's really. pretty. Candyman pretty scary. was was the movie. And Candyman that was that in our movie. Tonight. Yes. Yeah. No. That was that movie. Fuck fucked me up i i couldn't watch that i i had a little stint after that of where uh it was some weird timing like i saw that movie and then i woke up one night with the radio still on because i fell asleep with the radio on i still do that um and it was heavy metal and i was not expecting it and it was just with with watching that movie then hearing that with like in a short span I had to start listening to country. For oh, a while. Yeah, 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 make you feel a little safer. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then eventually, I was like, oh, that was dumb. You're like, that would <laughs> never happen in this town if I listened to a little bit of country. That Candyman is the one that really fucks me up, or I, fucked me up, like scared the shit out of me. I, I, was, I think Phantasm. Phantasm Ooh. was a weird one. Yeah, it was weird and scary. It wasn't just scary, it was weird and scary. Yeah, it was quite demonic. Yeah. And then it's like a creepy old guy chasing you around. That makes it worse. Yeah. You know what I'm It's got that you. weird ball. Yeah. It's yeah. like making people scared of balls. And like, sit like, uh, almost Jawas. Don't remember the almost Jawas? Like the little fucking things and cloaks uh, that like yeah. were oh. also running yeah, around. Yeah. yeah. Mine would definitely have to be Poltergeist, though. Oh, God. Because that would be age. Like, that was, like, I'm the same age as those kids. Mm-hmm. What? Puss. I wasn't scared of, I wasn't scared of the clown. I watched Poltergeist all the, the time. Like, tree, that was my man. party. Like, we had, we were little kids, and we had slumber parties to Poltergeist. That was our, Poltergeist so was our movie. the house I grew up with when I was, like, um, that age or whatever. Um, there was a tree outside my window, and whenever it got windy, it would scratch the side yeah. of the walls. Yeah, I had one. Of and those. I would freak the fuck out because the tree fucking ate a kid almost, man. Yes, uh, it did. I love fuck that a movie. clown, yes, dude. Trees that eat children. That was our movie. I was seven, my sister was five, and my little brother was three, and we would all watch that movie together, yeah. like as a family. That was our family movie. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, that movie I never like. I watched. It didn't really that. scare I, I me that much. I saw that before Candyman, and that movie really didn't. I really didn't scare me. I saw like, it so many times that I just knew it like the there, back of my hand. It sure, just didn't scare were, me. I think there were probably things I did like in my process of like sleeping. Like if I had any stuffed things, I probably oh. put them in the closet or under the bed where they were out of like my eye range. But it wasn't like Candyman. That was always like, smart Ooh. to do. Hide anything that can see you. Don't let things look at you in the dark. I no, what you got to do is you got to exert dominance on them. So okay. Before you go to bed, you spit in their face and slap them. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, how that's a like, good way to get you. murdered by your, fuck your toys. you, little clown. No, my mother told me if I was mean to my dolls or toys that they would get very upset with me. And that she didn't tell me they would kill me, but that's kind of the idea that I got from her. Sure, yeah. I had a Labrador that protected me. Oh. Uh, there's what I've been watching most recently was the saw stuff. Oh, so 
I started at one. I don't watch those. It's oh. not even a horror movie. That's just fucking like, it's hey, look what we it, can do. We can torture, torture people. Yeah, that's, that's torture. all it I don't, is. I don't yeah. like those kinds. I won't watch those. Flick your nipples and fucking pink your butthole while you're watching it. I don't like that stuff. I don't like the, I won't watch any of that um, centipede stuff. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know the grossest yeah. thing I remember and saw was when they threw the person in the fucking, in the pit with all the fucking needles. That yeah. was like the worst. Yes. They're like, you got to find a key in here. And there's just a bunch of fucking oh. needles in there because it was like a somebody was a junkie. Yeah. Oh. That was the worst. Yes. That, that Yes. Out of every, like, that one sticks with me through all the stuff that I've seen in the Saw films. Oh, that is by worst or by far the worst one. Um. So that was Give Me the Juice. Um. Now it's on to reviews. Uh, We don't have any. Oh, one more piece of trivia about Saw. Did you know, you know the name of the puppet? Well, it's not Jigsaw because it's not that's, Jigsaw. That's, that's John's name. Um, I don't know the name of the puppet. It is like Billy the Puppet. Oh. That's what the fucking thing's name is. Like, like in, in, like in probably movie canon or in movie or, canon. Okay, correct, all yeah. right. Yeah. Billy the Puppet. I was like, it's fucking, it doesn't matter what it is. It's still Jigsaw talking to the goddamn thing. It's Jigsaw. Yes, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I'm very. In, I've heard good things about the new one, the like Saw Ten or whatever. Damn like I'm not gonna go pay for it, but I will watch it whenever. That it comes last out one for was free. just such shitty that we watched. Spiral it was so bad. Yeah, man. it was not. Fucking, it would. It, it it didn't play out. I didn't enjoy it as yeah. much as I thought I was. Chris Rocket and slapped in the face was eight million times better than that movie. <laughs> That's probably why he slapped him. It had nothing to do with his wife. <laughs> like, how dare like, you? I saw Spiral. You piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Pow. Slap. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> pow pow oh, that's someone else we can't steal that we're not gonna steal that um I think that's it right yeah that's yeah. it yeah so uh, uh you uh, you can check us out either at uh Instagram at the amateur movie review hour um you can uh email us if you feel like you need you want to correct me or once that, again yeah if you want that, to correct that anything that Trevor says Please feel free to like kind of hit us up for that. That's the main thing. You can email us at or me at the amateur movie review hour at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you think I'm inappropriate at all, feel free to go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening. Um, stay tuned next week for a, a, a drop and for two drops, actually. And then be. It'll be two weeks in a row with two drops, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So. You like drops? Just might. We got them for you. Uh, so thanks for listening. Um, I'm Trevor, and this has been the Amateur Movie Review Hour. Good night, everybody. Bullseye. See you next time.